This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hegestilianos. As a teaching pastor for almost 30 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. What an amazing spiritual journey it's been over the previous two weeks. As Pastor Ray has so skillfully guided his listeners through all the truths and revelations found in this high-powered dynamic series entitled Time Again to Reset Your Spiritual Priorities. In week one, Pastor taught us on those spiritual priorities most intimate in their nature personal fellowship with God, and a stronger faith walk through a stronger prayer life. In week two, he addressed the more practical of the priorities, including learning to trust God and practicing forgiveness. Now, in our final three days, get ready to be further blessed as Pastor Ray gets real with his listeners and shares with them those items that are highest on his personal list of spiritual priorities. Virtues such as integrity, good character, truthfulness, and walking in love. But Pastor warns, just as setting spiritual priorities can be a blessing, likewise, failing to do so can open the door to sin, and yes, even offend the Holy Spirit. Everything that I am living today at some point, and everything that I'm enjoying in my life today, at some point started as a prayer somewhere in the past. What did we say the last time we were together? I think it started as a desire. It became a prayer, we put our faith on it, and then it became a reality. Yeah. Do you remember that? Amen. Remember we, we went through that? So, so uh, the bottom line to it is that it has to begin, uh, you know, you get a desire, you get a, a vision about something, it becomes a prayer. Prayer must be a priority if it affects our life that much, if it affects our future that much, Right? You ought to be praying for your kids. I mean, some of you have kids that are growing up now. You have to go to college. Man, you got to start believing God for that money. So, so it's got to be a, you know, it's got to be a prayer now that you put up before the Lord. Now you just every day got to thank Him, right? Every day we got people that have the experience and people that are about to walk into the experience. It starts as a vision. It starts as a dream. It has to become a prayer. You have to form. You can't just walk around thinking, well, I want to, you know, I want a new house or I want this. Maybe someday God will provide. That's not going to get you anywhere. You got to get down and formulate a prayer and say, God, this is why it needs to be a priority in your life. God, this is what we need. This is what we want. This is the desire of our heart. When I first started this church, I wrote down everything that we needed as a church, chairs and microphones and, and tapes and tape duplicators and, and TV screen. I wrote down everything that we needed when we first started way back in 1988. And I made a prayer list and I used to just pray over that and I'd say every day, I'd open up and say, thank you, Lord, for all of these things. And I'd enumerate, thank you for this, for this, for this. And it was amazing as we just sat back and watched one by one how all these things manifested and, and came, came to pass. It's the truth. It's absolutely the truth. One of the priorities that we have in our life that affects our lives tremendously, really big, we must perfect our love walk. Our love walk. Love walk. Everybody say love walk. 
we must perfect our love walk. This has got to be a priority in our lives because I don't know, I just, as I move around in, you know, in life, I just see that there's, there are, there's a lot, there's, a, there's not a lot of love around. And, I, and I'd hate to say it, but sometimes it's, it's even among Christians. We're not perfecting our love walk and it's going to affect our lives adversely if we're not obeying God's primary principle, one of the primary principles of the word because Jesus said you could take all the commandments and put them together in these two. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, and mind and love your neighbor as yourself. That is the fulfillment of all of the law and the prophets. So basically what Jesus said is that you could take all of the Old Testament law that's contained, you know, in the first five books, Ten Commandments and all of the laws and ball it all up and put it all together and it's all fulfilled by these two commands. Love the Lord thy God with my whole heart, soul, and mind and love your neighbor as your... How many of you would agree with me that the love walk is a really important priority in our lives? Really important priority. And you see, this is, this is interesting because, you see, the love walk gets challenged because we become very selfish. We become selfish with our time. We become selfish with our emotions. We become selfish with our heart. We become selfish with, with, our, with our stuff. And, and you see, this is, this is what God... See, if you're really walking the love walk... Now, I don't have time to get into all of this because I want to I wanna get into it on a weekend real soon. But if you're really walking the love walk the way God you know, wants us to walk this love walk... I have my own definition. Some of you know what it is. Others benefit at my expense. It costs me something. If it doesn't cost me something, it's not love. And it's not always money, folks. Because sometimes we want to throw money in the face of things because we don't want to give our time. We don't, we don't want to give of our effort. We don't want to give of our you know, family time or, our, or whatever it be. So we just want to throw money at it and say, well, there, I've given. Now, sometimes that's in order and that's, that's right. But sometimes God wants more than your money. He wants you. Or he needs you to, to do something for someone else. So we must perfect our love walk because this really affects a lot of our life. And it, it has to be sacrificial. If it's not sacrificial, it's not really love. Thank you, Chloe, for that. That's right. I thank you. That I can always trust, count on one of my spiritual daughters to build me up. I said the love walk is an important priority. In our life. All right, so let's just, let's just go over these. Uh, for, uh, Gospel of John, chapter 3. 13, verse 34, um, Jesus says, says this, and I gave you the other one, which I don't know where that is, but he said, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this, all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. So really what Jesus is saying, he's saying, you need to love each other as I have loved you. How did Jesus love us? To the point of death, he loved us. How many of you would agree with me that that's real love, man? When someone is willing to give their life, and, and in many respects, we've got to be willing to do that for one another. Now, now ten, uh, uh, y'all, y'all saw this building that collapsed, you know, in New York City, right? You see, sometimes the world practices these things better than the church. Uh, a guy ran out, he saw the building collapse, he ran out, he, he happens to be a, a Marine, he ran out, and they interviewed him this morning on, on uh, one of the news stations, uh, Channel 5. He ran out, and he risked his life to save somebody that was trapped inside a car that had all debris over it. And the news people asked us, said, did you even think of your own 
Safety says, no, never even entered my mind. All I saw was somebody hurting, and I knew I had to get in there to save his life. And I thought, dear God, that's, that ought to be in the church, man. And no one's asking you to give up your physical life, but we ought to, we ought to have the same response one for another when, when, when something happens, you know, when one's hurting, we should all go and just love on them and help to build them up and to encourage them. That's, that's love. That's love, man. That's true love. See? So, so he says, I, I give you this new commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. And, he, and I like this. He says that all men are going to know that you're my disciples by the love that you have for one another. So in other words, the world is checking us out. Jesus is telling you something here, folks. That the world is checking you out and the way they're going to recognize you as disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ is not because you have the bumper sticker. Not because you have the rhinestone Jesus hanging on your, over, around your neck. Not because you have the, the cross you know, hanging off the, the rearview mirror of your car. Not because you tote your Bible around or because you go to church. That's not what's going to, uh, that's not what people are going to uh, identify you as being a Christian. That's not how they're going to identify you by being, uh, being a Christian. The way they're going to identify you being a Christian is by the love that you have one for another. The way you talk about your church, the way you talk about your brothers and sisters, the way that, see, see if you, you go out back into, into your, your offices and your places of business and, and, and work and you talk about your brothers and sisters, when they see the, or, 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 or you go back and give a testimony about how someone blessed you. I went to church, you know, and, and someone blessed me. I needed this, and they helped me, or they, they came to my aid. They lifted me in prayer. They, this is, you know, they were there. They stood with me through a really hard time and believed God with me and really, you know, were there, and, and I got great encouragement. See, I'm going to tell you what. That's how the world's going to know that we are his disciples, by the love that we express one to another. So love, the love walk, is a priority, is a spiritual priority in the life of every Christian. And that's a personal responsibility. How is your love walk? Think about it. How is your, have you, have you loved on anybody? I mean, truly loved on anybody recently. And you see now, let, let me, you can't be self-consumed and be walking the love walk. Because automatically when you start talking about this stuff, people say, yeah, you see, well, I have needs, but nobody reached out to me. And I need this, and nobody did anything for me, and I need that. No. See, that is not, see, that's clear evidence that you personally are not walking the love walk. When you're loving the, the, the love walk, you're not even thinking about yourself. I may have, and listen, I've been in that place where I've had need, and, and I'm not saying that I'm perfect in this. But I learned this lesson a long time ago, that it pays to walk in love. It pays big dividends to walk in love. And I've been going through my own stuff, my own hurt, my own pain, my own sorrow, my own stuff. And I had to, I mean, I had to push through all of that and say, I'm just going to give to other people. I'm just going to love on other people despite what's going on in my life. That I can't fix it. I can't change it. I can't stop it. So should I allow it to stop me? No, I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to keep doing what I know to do. I'm going to love on people, walk by love, reach out to somebody else. And I can't tell you the strength and the power and the deliverance that I personally received when I did that for my life. It's, it's absolutely the truth. It's absolutely the truth. Because people get so, can we start? 
you know, nobody understands, nobody cares. We start whining. How come nobody called me? I'm here. I'm, and boy, I'm going to tell you, that is the worst place in the world to be. See, you personally, when you're in that position, you personally are not, you're, you're not in a good place. You're not walking the love walk. The love walk forgives. The love walk understands. The love walk lets others go and says, I'm not going to hold anything against them. This is the commandment. That, that This is not a suggestion. This is the commandment that Jesus gives. So how many of you agree that the love walk is a, prior, is a spiritual priority that we need, to, we need to check out all the time because it affects our... Now, 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 now watch this. Ephesians, I'll just read these off to you and you can open to them. Ephesians uh, chapter 5. Um, let me see, where am I? Let me go over to Ephesians chapter 5. And verse 1 says, Therefore, be imitators of God, dear children, and walk in love, as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. So, what? Therefore, be imitators of God. So Jesus commands us to walk by God, uh, to walk by love, or walk in love. And Paul now instructs us to imitate Jesus by walking in love, the way that Jesus did. So he says, he says, walk in love as Christ has also loved us and given himself up for us. So, you know, one of the things that we have to be remind, mindful of as we're, we're, you know, walking this life is that Jesus has forgiven us because he loves us. Amen. Jesus is patient with us because he loves us. Jesus is generous with us because he loves us. Jesus, you know, forgives us because he loves us. And we need to imitate the same kind of things in our life. Is everybody with me? That's the, that's the truth about walking the love walk. And, um, and uh, it, it is so vitally important. Now, now, the last verse that I want to give you tonight on this, on this part of what we've been talking about, about perfecting the love walk, is found in Luke 6.31, and, I, and this is what's going to glue it all together for you. Um, listen to this. And Jesus said these words, and one day these words just jumped out of the, off the page of the Bible and, and really meant something totally different to me than anything I'd ever seen before. In Luke 6.31, Jesus said, And just as you want men to do to you, you also do to them likewise. Wow. As you want men to do to you, you do to them likewise. In other words, you do to others as you yourself want done to you. Man, this, when I got hold of this principle that's in this behind these words, it just, it just changed the way I looked at everything. Because I realized there was a time, say, you know, when I first started out in ministry and... Uh, you know, I would have troubles in the church. I say, oh, nobody's respecting me. Nobody's doing this. Nobody's doing that. Nobody's doing... Anybody know what I'm talking Did you ever sing that song? Am I the only one that sang that song? Anybody else sing that song? Well, when I got hold of this verse, it says, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. I need to do first to others. And as I do to them, it's automatically going to be done to me. I can't demand it from people. I can't pull it out of people. I can't put a gun to their head and make them respect me, love me, be generous to me, help me, be forgiving towards me. I can't make anybody forgive me. Come on, are you with me? Are you hearing what I'm saying? 
But according to this verse, you do unto men as you would have them done to you. And as you do to them, it will be done to you. So here's the other verse that goes. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Here's the other verse. And you know this. Galatians 6, 7, and 8. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. Is everybody with me? And I like this verse. It says, for he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. So if all you do is respond in the, in the flesh and say, oh, nobody, no, I don't get, nobody loves me. No, uh, nobody, nobody cares about me. Nobody ever reaches out to me. Well, you're, what you're doing is you're sowing to the flesh and you're going to reap corruption. But when you turn that around and you say, you know what? I don't feel like anybody's reaching out to me. I don't feel like anyone was there for me. I don't feel like anybody really paid attention to me. I don't feel like anyone is really respecting me. I don't feel like anybody is really uh, generous to me. But you know what? I am going to be generous. I'm going to respect. I'm going to reach out. I'm going to love. I'm going to do those things because according to the word of God, as I do it, it will be done to me. I have to do it first and then it will in turn be done to me. So the way I say it, Christian, brother, sister, if you want more respect, then you need to give more respect. If you want more honor, you need to give more honor. If you want more forgiveness, then you need to give more forgiveness. If you want more understanding, how many, how many of you ever said, I, I, nobody understands me. I mean, just please understand. I didn't mean it. Well, if you want people to understand you, then you have to give more understanding. If you want people to be generous with you, you need to be generous first. Is everybody with me? I've heard people say, well, nobody ever does anything for me. And how come I don't ever get anything? And nobody's ever done that for me. Well, because when was the last time you did it? You need to do it and keep on doing it. All of these things. And in turn, they will come back on you. See, if you don't give mercy. Did you ever get around people? Did you ever get around some spiritual, spiritual Christians? They're always judging and, and they're, always, they're always like, you know, superwoman, superman, super Christian, right? Always looking down their nose at everybody, always have a word to say about somebody and, oh, well, get ready because, you know, as you judge, you're going to be judged. If you don't sell mercy, you're not going to get any mercy. If you're not doing mercy unto others, mercy ain't going to be done to you. Whoa. Right? So you, you can plug in anything in that principle, but the principle remains, do unto men as you would have them do unto you. As you do it to them, it's going to be done to you. Amen. I, used, I used this principle when I was in Michigan, and I was going through that terrible time here at the church, and I was being disrespected. That's when this, this verse jumped out at me and then something totally different to me. Because I was wounded and hurt and discouraged and depressed and... And, and I started to turn inward. My attitude started to change and my perception started to change. And that's when that verse jumped out at me. And, and, and the Lord said to me, he says, you know, yes, all of these things are true. You've been disrespected. You've been dishonored. You've been maligned. All of these things are true. But read the verse. Do unto other, do unto men as you would have them do to you. 
And then he connected that thought with Galatians, as a man sows, so will he reap. And if you sow in the flesh, then you're going to reap of the flesh. But if you sow to the spirit, you're going to reap spiritual things. And that's when the whole thing changed. And I, that's when I rose up and said, well, it ain't been done to me, but I'm certainly going to do it to somebody else. And that's when I started. I didn't, and that's when I said, I don't care about the way I feel. I don't care about all this stuff that's happened and been done and said, I'm just going to purpose to be the man of God that I'm going to purpose to walk the love walk and just love on people and sow into people's lives and watch them be blessed. And that's what I'm going to do. And boy, let me tell you what, it, it sucked me out of the place that I was in and deposited me in, in the best place and position I'd ever been in all my life up to that point. It just took me, it reversed everything when my, my thinking began to change. When that word became life to me and said, whoa, this is not just a word, this is a principle. Jesus just didn't say that as a commandment. There is a principle behind these words. There's a powerful principle. What you want done to you. And the, the other, the other, this can work against you. It can work against you in this way that as you do to men, it's going to be done to you. So don't forget because the principle, the sword cuts two ways. Both ways. It, it, it cuts both ways. So keep that in mind. If you use the principle in the right way, it's going to bless, it's going to bless your life. Respect, honor, appreciate, even if it's not being done to you. Show appreciation. There have been times in my life in ministry when others were getting awarded and rewarded and I was feeling like, you know, anybody care about me? You know, nobody was recognizing my, my work or my gift or my talent or in those early days. Well, I just purposed to just love on people and not allow that and congratulate them and, and rejoice with them and bless them. And even though sometimes it was painful, it was hard because it was, it, was, it was going against my emotions, which are all flesh anyway, right? But boy, I'm going to tell you, when you get to the other side of that thing, it is powerful. That's why I say the love walk is a spiritual priority because it, it does affect your life. If you love people and you do right and you, you do even what's not being done to you to others... And you decide. You decide what you want in life. You decide how you want to be treated. One of the reasons why, you know, um, you know I, I, I guess I'm a forgiving man in many ways. And people that know me would say I'm a, I'm a merciful kind of man. And I have, it's because along the way I've needed a lot of forgiveness. And, and, and going forward, I, I want a lot of forgiveness. Amen? Because you know what I'm saying, right? And the reason why I give understanding is because I want people to understand me. So I'm going to understand people first. You understand the principle, how powerful it is. And if you'll begin to work that principle in your life, man, you're walking the love walk, you're doing what Jesus said to do, and your life's going to be blessed because your priorities are right. Tune in again Monday afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. 
If you missed any of the hundreds of inspiring, life-changing Bible study messages of encouragement taught by Pastor Ray on this More Than Conquerors radio station, such as those on salvation, healing, miracles, faith, forgiveness, and many more, podcast downloads of all these programs are yours free of charge by simply going to PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com and clicking on Podcasts. That's podcasts at either PastorRayNY.com ny.com or wmca.com thank you for listening to and supporting this ministry of god-centered lessons of integrity and victory from the word of god and being ever mindful that as life's challenges come god's word is truth and will always impact our lives in a positive way in making us more than conquerors